So what can parents do to help their kids be better students? A lot. Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. Join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to kids' problems. Today, we are having a continued conversation about executive functioning and how to help your kid get stuff done. So let's dive in. We've been digesting, going through, talking about all these things about executive functioning. We're talking about what is it? How is it different from ADD? How do we build foundational skills? What are advanced skills? And now we're going to talk about how to teach executive functioning, which I love talking about, which is why I developed the executive functioning toolkit. You can learn more about it and go to the show notes and you can find out at the end of this episode. So how do you teach executive functioning? It's something that can be taught to want you to feel positive that these are skills you can get out of this shaming, blaming, friction cycle that you have with your kid and we can shift what you're doing. We can shift from working awfully hard with outcomes that are not good for you or your child, and we can work a whole lot smarter and develop skills for your kids that will help them today in school, will help them in the future with their job, relationships, having a relationship with somebody with poor executive functioning or being an employee with poor executive functioning. Man, does that not serve you? Because these people have no sense of time. They don't have good organizational skills. They don't know how to plan or prioritize. That means somebody's always going to have to tell you what to do. It's very, very frustrating. I had told my sister, my nephew had come to live with me. And he was so resistant to getting help. And he literally just did not want to deal with structure. And it took some breaking in to be able to say... These are tools and resources that will help you and improve your outcomes. Was great with time management, was great with stress tolerance. It was so interesting. And you can have a pattern of assets, but how do we teach executive functioning? And really at the basis of it, and in my toolkit, I go way more into this, but at the basis, what we want to do is we really want to teach a kid to think and end results. So as you heard me talk about it, right, ADD, you know, focus is different. Focus is the brain's ability. Attention is the brain's ability to alert. And executive functioning is planning and prioritizing for a future event or outcome. When it shows up in the real world, a kid doesn't know what his room looks like when it's clean. I know you're like, yes, he does because I've done it. No, he doesn't. He doesn't see it in his own mind. He doesn't see himself doing it. And when we teach future outcomes, we want to activate the part of the brain that is kinesthetic. We want to gesture, we want to role play, and we want to activate visual centers. And that comes through patient conversations. It's a lot easier to have patient conversations when you realize, wow, Rome wasn't built in a day. Dr. Rowe doesn't have the magic wand. Yes, neurofeedback speeds things up. I'm not going to lie. So does PMF, but we have to teach skills. Skills, there's no shortcut for that. There's no pill, right? I always say skills, not pills. So a lot of times parents get pretty pissed off 
they try medication, maybe they even tried neurofeedback with me, and they're not willing to actually do therapy. So that is a no-no. We have to build skills. So when it comes to building skills and at that foundation is to see the outcome. So how do you do it? Okay. So one, we're going to talk about outcomes. We're going to cue. We're going to say, wow, what does that look like? What does that clean room look like? And as we talk about that, please know when you're shifting things that you're going to get pushed back. I don't care what age your kid is. It's an uncomfortableness. I always have to warn the parents that work with me, including their own behaviors. Hello, it's never the kids. There's an uncomfortableness that comes with change, right? You're, oh my God, is this going to, what? No, they're not going to do it. Uh, uh, You know, and we just have to start. You're going to expect some pushback and that's normal because the brain is going to go through an adjustment period and your kid's going to start building confidence and a deeply subconscious level, they're going to start rewiring their brain. They're going to start seeing outcomes. I see this happen all the time. Everyone's ability to do this is a little different and their timeline is vastly different. Does your child struggle to complete tasks or they can't stay focused enough to finish their homework or get anything done? Or maybe they're super fearful and moody. This may leave you questioning if your child has ADHD or something else like a learning problem, anxiety, depression, or OCD? Well, I've created a quick quiz that will tell you if it's ADHD or something else. Text the word quiz to 13ALERTMORE to take my free quiz so you can get to the bottom of what's going on and the right solutions. That's text the word quiz to one three alert more. But the more we have with constancy and reinforcement, the more it happens. I know nobody wants to be constant. You don't want to work out every day. You want to work out for like a month and a year, lose 10 pounds, and then start eating your Doritos. Well, guess what? It's not how it happens. And Adderall and Ritalin and Concerta aren't going to fix this. You must teach the skills. So talk to them in number one, cue for future outcomes. What does it look like? Close your eyes. What do you see when you're doing it? Get them to gesture. Get them to role play. No kid is too old for this, you guys. You talk to them and say, hey, listen, or I listened to Dr. Rowe and she talked to me about the brain. And we are going to start doing things that science shows us to do. So people like myself who can bang out a book literally in a few weekends and it'd be darn good is because I've already sat and thought about it. I've already mapped it out in my head. I do so much mapping in my head all the time for different projects and things. We do that automatically. You cannot assume if you are good at this, that your child is going to be good at this. And I also want to challenge you and say that if you stink at this, this is not a pass. This is an opportunity for you both to learn some skills, okay? We can't expect our children to do what we won't do for ourselves. Okay, let me repeat that. We can't expect our children to do what we won't do for ourselves. So this is an opportunity to up-level 
your own brain, your own executive functioning, your own relationships, your own school and work performance. You absolutely can do that. That is how you teach executive functioning skills. You start with the end result and you work backwards, but you have to spend time really painting that picture, getting to metacognition, getting them to understand that there are implicit things that we have to bring to the surface, getting them to see in an organized way, and then planning and prioritizing and work backwards. And the first step is cueing your kids to think and see in a visual and kinesthetic way, and everybody can do it. And that's where I encourage everybody to start with executive functioning and, you know, get a motor on it, put some persistence around it, reinforce it, have conversations about we're activating the brain, we're up-leveling our brain. This is how we're going to do it and make it really positive. Don't make it a friction point. When we talk to our kids about challenges, talk to them. It's about an opportunity. And if you happen to have a kid who's K through 12th grade and you're doing this, you're going to talk about how this is going to help them going to college, get learning a trade, whatever they are, right? Or doing if your kid is older and they've been struggling and say, oh, well, now I have a solution that really can help us. Let's get to the bottom of it. So keep it positive. Don't shame and blame. Share your own experiences, whether you're somebody who struggles with executive functioning or doesn't. This is an opportunity to move to that next level. Parenting is so hard and there are so many ups and downs. And no matter what is going on with your kid and family, how hard this executive functioning is, just know it's going to be okay.